Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hello and welcome to the Raptors Over Everything podcast. I'm your host, William Liu, with your daily update on everything regarding the Raptors and the NBA as it relates to the ongoing COVID-19 pandemic. The best news out of today comes from Dallas Mavericks owner Mark Cuban, who said the following, quote, No one has perfect information right now, so all decisions are tough. But if I had to guess, based off the people I've talked to at the CDC and other places, I would say that the over-under for a restart would be June 1st. And I'm taking the over. Cuban said on Tuesday via WFAA in Dallas, quote, Hopefully by the middle of May, we're starting to get back to normal and the NBA is playing games. Maybe not with fans in attendance. But we're playing games, end quote. So this is the most optimistic timeline that we have seen from the NBA since everything went downhill after Rudy Gobert tested positive for COVID-19 at uh, the start of this month. Uh, Woj reports that the best case scenario, I'm talking best, best case scenario, would be a situation with no fans uh, sometime in the middle of June. So a month earlier than uh, what uh, Cuban was hoping for. Ramona Shelburne even passed along that the NBA is willing to extend their window into September before officially giving up on uh, the 2019-2020 season. Uh, Cuban is, you know, most likely just uh, speaking for himself. And, um, you know, he himself even said, you know, he doesn't have, no one has perfect information. But, you know, this is not just nobody. Mark Cuban is not just... um, a very prominent NBA owner and a very involved NBA owner, but he's also someone who, um, you know, is a guy who probably could talk to the CDC and you know, things like that. He's a very, very powerful man. And, um, you know, it, it's something, at least this sort of mid, middle of May sort of hope, um, it's something to hope for. And, you know, something I definitely really agreed with Cuban on, not necessarily uh, on anything else. You know, it's all, it's all speculative. You know, I could, could be completely honest about that. But, uh, Cuban also said, quote, people need something to rally around right now. People need sports. We need something to cheer for, something to get excited about. Um, and there's nothing better than our sports teams to do it, Cuban said. And whatever, it's a bit of a PR thing, whatever. Obviously, he wants business to be good because he owns an NBA team. But I, I think he's it, it's right, right. I think people are dying for a distraction. Like, yeah, uh, it, it, just speaking personal, like I, it's it sucks to look down on your phone. And you're just getting a constant update of COVID-19 and it's bad news and politics and all this stuff. It's it's not what anyone wants to live for. No one wants to live for this stuff. People want to, you know, um, go back to their regular lives or at least find some semblance of normalcy where, you know, uh, sports in general is kind of a community. And obviously there's much bigger things going on. But I, I think, you know, when you when you have that community taken away or sort of put on hiatus you really do you really just feel the absence and you know um so hopefully cuban is right hopefully the situation in the states and in canada can be more or less under control by then it's optimistic uh we there's definitely some darker timelines 
um, that you can find that maybe are going 12 to 18 months and things like that. Uh, you know, if that's the case, then yeah, maybe all this is just pie in the sky talk. But uh, for now, I, I'm, I'm encouraged by what Cuban said. Uh, and other good news, Pistons forward Christian Wood is said to be fully recovered from COVID-19. Uh, recall that he was one of 14 members of the NBA uh, who have officially tested positive for COVID-19. Uh, and, you know, Wood recovering from COVID-19 is a great reminder that despite all the negative press about this virus, there is still hope in the sense that most people who get it will recover. Uh, of course, it helps to be a fully fit professional athlete in the prime of their life with access to the best medicine that money can buy and plenty of money. But it, it's still encouraging nevertheless. Uh, and I'm very happy to hear this news about Christian Wood. In other COVID-19 news, Steph Curry is holding an Instagram Q&A with Dr. Anthony Fauci, the director of National uh, Institute of Allergy and Infectious Diseases, as well as a lead member of the White House's um, Coronavirus Task Force. Um, you know, if you don't know him, you might know him as the guy with glasses who became a meme with his reactions to Donald Trump's daily briefings. Anyway, that, that seems to be something worth checking out for sure. Um, considering that you know that's that's a great level of um, access, and also shout out Steph Curry for not only um, you know what him and Aisha did uh, earlier this month in donating so many meals, um, you know during this time uh, to his community, but also now playing the role of journalist and actually trying to get information out uh, using his platform. Steph Curry obviously is one of the most popular players in the NBA. Uh, you know he holds a huge amount of uh, sway. And, you know, for him to be using that platform in this way um, to try to spread information and spread awareness uh, is, is fantastic. So I'll definitely be tuning in. Hopefully you will be as well. As for the Raptors, the biggest news of the day is that it's Kyle Lowry's 34th birthday, which, uh, of course, um, you know, it's not necessarily the way he wanted to spend his 34th birthday is just, you know, um, you know, in quarantine, essentially. But uh, if, if you look on his Instagram, you know, it seems like he spent it with his two sons, which, uh, you know. That sounds pretty good, too, to be honest. Kyle seems like an amazing dad. He always seems to... I mean, he always has his kids around with him uh, at games and stuff like that. You know, they're in the locker rooms. It's, you know, he's very involved. Um, anyway, I have a... Actually, you know, the timing of this is great because, you know, I actually have a really deep dive into Kyle Lowry's career uh, in a podcast coming out next week. So look out for that. Um, but, you know, I just wanted to say here that... We are so lucky to have Kyle Lowry in this franchise. You know, never forget that it was sheer luck that Kyle Lowry became the greatest Raptor of all time. I don't mean that in terms of, you know, uh, it's it's luck that Kyle Lowry achieved this. No, I, it's obviously full credit to him. But what I mean is the circumstances. I mean, if you think about it, Kyle Lowry came to this franchise as plan B because the Raptors missed on Steve Nash. Trying to sign 39-year-old Steve Nash. Um that didn't work out, <laughs> and Steve Nash passed. He went to go to the Lakers. Uh, Kyle Lowry comes here, you know, uh, you know, comes here. He's coming off the bench behind Jose Calderon for a bit. Uh, you know, he's fully ready to get traded. His bags are packed. He's basically the Raptors are willing to give him to the Knicks. The Knicks, um, for some reason, didn't accept this deal back in 2013 because James Dolan is James Dolan. So thank God for that. But you know, Kyle Lowry stays. Uh, the franchise completely turns around, and this whole entire era, I mean, we're th going back to 2014, 48 wins, 49 wins, 56 wins, 51 wins, um, you know, what, 59 wins, and then last year, the championship, this year, obviously, it's uh, the third best record in the NBA, going back and trying to defend that title, 
you know, a lot of that is an accident. There's a lot of things that have to happen along the way for Kyle to still be here. Uh, and I'm just, I'm just thrilled that he is, man. And, and again, we are so lucky to have him as part of the franchise, you know. Um, you know, on his birthday too, I think it's an important time to appreciate sort of his prolonged greatness. Lowry is just one of three players in NBA history, along with Hall of Famer Lenny Wilkins, who's actually a two-time Hall of Famer, both as a player and as a coach. Respect Lenny. Uh, and future Hall of Famer LeBron James, who have averaged better than 19.5 points, four and a half rebounds, and seven and a half assists at the age of 34. So you're, you're the, you know, Hall of Fame company, like literally. Uh, what Lowry is doing historic and his commitment to being um, excellent really just sets the tone for the entire franchise. So seriously, on behalf of everybody in the Raptors fan base, you know, happy birthday to Kyle Lowry. Uh, it sucks that he had to spend it cooped up, but, you know, it is what it is. Uh, pretty much every player on the Raptors wished Kyle Lowry a happy birthday. And um, so too did DeMar DeRozan, who is uh, coming after Serge Ibaka's crown as quarantine MVP. DeMar DeRozan... Um, has been doing this series of IG lives. He's basically calling everyone he knows. Uh, you know, tons of players have been on there and stuff like that. Damar is a very popular guy. Great teammate, obviously. Damar named Kyle Lowry as the best Raptor of all time uh, on his IG live, uh, which, again, shows a lot of just um, humility, too. Because, hey, Damar DeRozan has a really good case also as greatest Raptor of all time um, in terms of just his commitment and his involvement to the team, him getting drafted, you know. Uh, it's the franchise leader in, in, in points, everything like that. Um, there's there's a, there's a good case there. So for him to save that for Kyle uh, requires a lot of humility. Um, but you know, it's the same thing that you know Vince Carter said as well. And you know, Demar also called Larry. Apparently, he called Larry five times on his birthday, <laughs> which is uh, mad adorable. Obviously, they had that you know great friendship um, that has obviously continued, even though you know. Um, Tomorrow got moved for Kawhi and everything like that. It was awkward, but you know, whatever. They're, it doesn't affect what they are off the court. Uh, Demar on his IG live also had Pascal Siakam as most improved player again this year. Which, uh, you know, honestly, I didn't ever think about it that way, just because you know Pascal's been so impressive. But if you think about it, not a lot of players make that leap right from what he was last year, which was you know he improved throughout the course of last year as well. But you know, end of the year, seventeen points per game. Uh, number two option and then to jump from number two to number one that's arguably an even more difficult jump than the one Pascal did last year and you know there's a lot of other candidates for most improved as there is every single year um but hey Pascal honestly can get a lot of consideration it is not easy getting to the number one level and not only is he at that number one level he's doing that for a team that is again the third best record in the NBA so I think DeMar actually you know he's speaking the truth plus DeMar knew Pascal from when he was a rookie and, and you know DeMar even said from when he Got into the league to where he is now. It's a big jump. So, you know, shout out DeMar for repping Pascal uh, like that. And, of course, DeMar also dialed up Serge Ibaka, um, which is, you know, kind of all the NBA content nowadays is uh, players calling each other or players playing video games. Um, you know, DeMar calling up Serge, I guess, in this sense, makes perfect sense. Serge says, uh, he, Serge actually said he's actually kind of getting used to this sort of quarantine lifestyle. You know, um, he says that his routine right now is waking up at 3 p.m. and then having breakfast, working out, and then pretty much the day has gone by. Uh, it's wild that, you know, he's waking up at 3 p.m., but, you know, listen, listen, when, you, when you're in quarantine and your job is not necessarily, your job is on hiatus, you can do what you want, man. If you want to wake up at 3 and then FaceTime, like, whoever, like, it's perfect. Um, so good on Surge, man. I'm happy he's making it work. He said he's going to do it for another three more weeks, which, uh, yeah, he's probably going to have to, to be honest. Um, yeah, that, so that does it for today's update. 
Uh, please go watch Run It Back if you haven't already. Uh, me and Alex chopped it up as usual. Uh, go watch it. It's uh, We've had longer episodes because, again, I think me and Alex just miss each other. Not doing the shoots and stuff like that. Uh, only having to do like the teleconferences. It's tough, man. You know, you want to call up your friends as much as possible. So uh, definitely watch this latest episode of Run It Back. It was very fun. Talked about Surge. We talked about all the social media sort of um, uh, posts that have come out. Uh, you know, just a just a regular good fun episode of Run It Back. So go watch that. Uh, and if you haven't already, I also interviewed uh, Fred Van Vliet last month uh, at an N One uh, activation here in Toronto before everything went down. Uh, and yeah, we drafted two teams with three on three using the Raptors players, which, and I thought the whole interview was very fun. So you can watch that too on the Yahoo Sports Canada, uh, YouTube page. Definitely go look that up. I mean, come on, it's, it's Raptor content during this time. You, you're probably going to look for it. Uh, and then finally, you know, well, actually one more thing I wanted to add is, uh, a lot of the comments in that video are just, you know, like, wow, look how big Will's head is. Like, yeah, no, seriously. If you compare my head to a regular person's head, it is massive. So definitely that's one of the big takeaways from that Fred video, along with uh, the, the curious choices he makes in terms of his uh, drafting choices. I uh, did not expect, um, well, I mean, I don't want to spoil it, so just go watch it. But I, I didn't expect him to pick the team he picked. I thought I picked a better team personally. Um, so that does it for uh, this week. Uh, Today's episode of the Raptors Over Everything podcast, again, as a reminder, there's a daily update when there is news, to be honest. I didn't do one yesterday because there was nothing going on. Um, but, you know, there will be a daily update, especially when things are going on. Uh, there's a weekly show, which, again, you can check out this week. I covered the top 10 wins of the 2019-2020 season to date, and that's just fun to go back on memory lane. Uh, and also, you know, um, I have another episode coming out tomorrow, so uh, in which I interviewed... Uh, Canada national team uh, center Kayla Alexander, which I thought was a just a really insightful uh, you know interview. I, I you know there's not a lot of chances to talk WNBA, especially on this podcast. It's obviously so strictly devoted to the Raptors and the NBA, but uh, it, it's you know uh, me and Kayla talked about sort of uh, the announcement of the Olympics being postponed um, and her emotions on you know obviously being as one of the members of the team that likely would have gone. Um, and to represent Canada at, at Tokyo in 2020 this summer, uh, we talked about, you know, her career. We talked about, uh, you know, just uh, basketball in Canada and this development coming up uh, and the development system and things like that. So that's a good episode and you look out for that on Thursday. Uh, so thanks everyone for listening. And again, as a reminder, um, public safety, public health is everyone's responsibility. It's your responsibility to do whatever you can within your position to limit the spread of COVID-19. This thing is serious. You can see the impact that it's had, not not only in the, you know, in, on the, in the, in the Eastern part of the world, but especially uh, closer to home here in the West. Like it's, you know, you're looking at what's happened in, um, you know, New York, you're looking at what happened, what, what's going on in, in Quebec and, and, and soon here in Ontario and in Italy, Spain, France, the UK, like it's everywhere. So please, if you can, um, follow the guidelines, take this seriously. Do not leave your house unless you need to. And when you do take precautions, stay away from people, uh, and please be safe and consider of others. And hopefully we can get out of here, uh, you know, and get back to the NBA. 
Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Mm. 